Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. And welcome back to the 11 o'clock hour. This is Issel and Louie, ESPN 680, 105.7. We appreciate you joining us this morning. And this hour of the show is brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030, or you can visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. Well, there you go. Welcome back in. Isla and Louie here. Taking you up until noon, a fast break Friday with the folks over at L81 with Bobby V and, um, and Paul Rogers uh, at noon. Uh, ESPN Louisville is your home for the NFL in the area. Saturday, Raiders, Chiefs, and Jaguars, Titans. And then on Sunday, we'll have the Colts and Texans. And then that Sunday night game, uh, Packers-Lions, 730 on all ESPN Louisville stations. So if you are driving around, we will have you taken care of uh, this weekend. My kids wrap up their basketball season Um this weekend, and I, I could not be more excited. <laughs> that it's over? Yeah, let's get it done. <laughs> I didn't even know the guys were playing basketball. My middle two boys, I, I guess my second and third boys, uh, play play basketball, yeah. So, okay. How are they doing? My, so my, and I feel bad for him, my my son, Louie, is, is, a, is a very coordinated, very strong kid. He's also one of the shortest kids in his class. Mm. And he is a very... He, I coached him at his last school, and we 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 had to, we followed the, the I don't know if they still do it, but the USA basketball curriculum for little kids, and um and so he learned a very specific way of playing basketball, and now he plays in more of a a Cal style system, if you will, <laughs> Calipari system, kind of <laughs> you know do whatever you want, and you know no outside shooting, and you know uh, and so I'm kidding the uh it, it's no but, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just different than what he grew up with. So he's making these passes and the kids just aren't ready, for example. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. he knows, oh, you're supposed to be in that spot and he just makes the pass to the spot or he knows, okay, I'm in, you know, I'm at the I'm at the free throw line in this, you know, and there's a defender on me, so I'm going to pass out to the wings. And he just, he does those things and the other 10-year-olds are like, why are you passing to me? 
<laughs> and as soon as the other ten year olds get the ball, they just go shoot. You know that kind of yeah, stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, I just I hate it for him because you could watch him try to actually play basketball, and basketball, the other kids are just trying yeah. to score. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> it's like it's exactly. like it's like him and Ford Anisles essentially. So there you go. Yeah, right, yeah. There you go. Without the yeah. without the shot making. Yeah. So. <laughs> Cracking on 10 year olds. Uh, Texter asking how Avery is today. Avery is not coming to the mic today. Oh. I am so, like, (laughs) mentally exhausted. Like, I know the last few weeks have been short weeks. Yeah. But there's just something about this week that has me just. There have been a lot of new things this week. Exhausted. At ESPN Louisville. One of them is is Avery's (laughs) new. New uh, responsibilities and different things with people departing and whatever else, and um, big producer meeting yesterday and everything. So there's just a lot going on. You'll get there. So, I, but but I also heard, and again, we're helping somebody take a step up. I heard. Uh, did I not hear Miss Dill do a promo the last break? Whoa, whoa! Yeah, I, I've been doing promos since I was um, an intern. That's what it's called. Um, <laughs> It's just now, like, they're starting to air more during the day, during live programming. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Well, so people are actually hearing them now. Yes. Yeah. a girl. They were hearing them before, but, like, it was typically earlier when normal people are asleep. <laughs> it's like middle of the night. Avery's talking about strip clubs. Yeah, right. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> just don't work in one. High five. All right. By the way, Alabama and Kentucky are combined 12 and 16 against the spread. <laughs> so don't trust the wow. spread. Wow. Don't trust the spread tomorrow. <laughs> Neither team is – both teams are going to fight not to cover, essentially. So, have, we, have we seen a spread for uh, Wake Forest and Louisville yet? I'm working on that right now. Okay. I, I see the matchup predictor is 85 Wake 15 Louisville. I think that sounds right in my head, even though I know very little about Wake Forest. Well, I was looking. Here's all I know, and I was looking at their last uh, at, at the scores of their last game games. Uh, they lost the other night uh, in Raleigh. No, Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill, yeah. Chapel Chapel Hill by nine. Uh, prior to that, they had beaten Virginia Tech and Duke. Have you seen Rutgers play? Louis? I have. They're really good. They must be. Really yeah, they're good. They're beat. They they're got dudes. Everybody. Yeah, they got dudes. They they uh, they beat Wake Forest at home yeah. by twenty four points. They won at Purdue. I look, the Big Ten isn't going to win the national title this year, but they're going to have a bunch of teams that are pains in the butt to get out of the tournament. No question. Mm. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> is Avery so tired that she won't watch crime documentaries this weekend? Coming down the text line, a lot of concern over Avery Dill here. I didn't know that you were a star on the show, but you know what? It's actually people got exposed to you on Diener, and then they followed you here. I get it. Yeah, yeah. This weekend, I'm probably just going to sleep. Good girl. Good. Did you do the Diener show? No, 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 no. No, No, I I would do it a couple times a week. But not now. And and then you do our show, and then you do First Watch? Sometimes. Good grief, girl. Like, the day that Mike had passed away, I wound up doing six hours of radio. And I don't know how I did that. Mm-hmm. Because I did our show, then First Watch, and then we had Inside Churchill Downs. <laughs> right. So I did six straight hours of radio, and somehow I did not walk out that day. Mm. 
So Rutgers, Ooh. by the way, also beat Indiana by 15 and uh, lost by one at Ohio State. So, I mean, very similar outcome to yeah. Purdue. I mean, so, no, they're, the, 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 the top to middle part of the Big Ten is a bunch of very interesting teams. A team like Michigan State's going to finish sixth or seventh in the conference and still be a really good team. And so it'll be – the top of that conference is going to be a fascinating race. I mean, yeah, even know, Michigan, two- who is, is – is, I mean, loses to Central Michigan, is 3-0 and in the conference. So, hmm. it, you know, it depends on your schedule, of course, and all those kinds of things. Michigan, Michigan State play this weekend. Um, so that'll be kind of a good litmus for them. Northwestern is playing really well right now. They're 11-3. and three. They won at Michigan State. Um, they just lost a game uh, to Ohio State, but they just beat Illinois by, by 13. Excuse me. They get they go to Indiana on the eighth man on Saturday or on um, on Sunday. Indiana better That'd be awake be at noon game. for that game. Yeah. They, Indiana better be yeah. awake for that game because they can lose that game. But um, yeah, I mean they, they haven't played many teams, but but I mean eleven and three is eleven and three, and if you know that you know you try to set that schedule up for you know if you can go five hundred in conference essentially and you're already seven eight games up that you can you know make a run there too so that'll be, yeah be yeah and and i think chris collins is uh, uh you, you know he's got to have a good year a good year I, th- I think uh you know he's been there for a while now and and they uh, they finally made the tournament which i think they had never done you're correct a, a few years ago yeah. but uh but uh, chris has got to have a good year or he might be looking at unemployment yeah man um, you know, so uh, so does so do you give Louisville any shot in this game tomorrow? I, I do, but I think it's going to have to look. It's only because you know I talked about you know the the bum bump thing that we talked about from from last year with Louisville football. I the Western Kentucky game. I mean, it was obviously fool's gold, and you know I said I thought they had a chance against Syracuse if they shot well, and it, obviously that came down to the last play, but I. I think Wake Forest is a better team than Syracuse, and that's the problem. Like, yeah. you know, they go to Chapel Hill and they lose by eight. I don't think Louisville's going to be anywhere near losing by eight at Chapel Hill, mm. for example. So I, I give them – I don't know. I think the 15% is about right. If they play the game seven times, they win it once, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. They're on right after Kentucky, right? Kentucky's on at uh, one and, and Louisville's on at three. Yeah, it's an easy easy back-to-back tomorrow. Yeah, so. don't have to tape anybody. <laughs> I'll make sure not to te- text you anyway because you seem to be missing these games lately. So, uh, no, I'll be on top of that. One. <laughs> well, good. I'll be on top of those. There teams. you go. I um, yeah, with the Chris Beard thing and and the the possible movement of you know of coaches and different stuff, it is funny to like think of the because I mean once once Texas opens, then another jobs can open, and I mean that 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 trickle down will go at least. <sighs> what three major programs right because i yeah. think people think of texas as a pretty good job now absolutely yeah uh, except you hit on something earlier uh i was reading that uh, that that article uh that uh, seth davis wrote and do you are do you know that they put the curtains up for Texas basketball, oh sure, yeah. That 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 arena holds fifteen thousand people for Willie Nelson, but it but <laughs> the capacity is ten thousand. Of course, you go but, straight to, to Willie Nelson. But but capacity. Well, I try to dress it up. You know, they said for concerts, the only concert I'd go watch in Moody would be Willie Nelson. There you go. So, uh, but that uh, capacity is ten thousand for basketball. Uh, but you know, you're right. I mean, that'll be 
the, the thing I think that that will really improve that program, Louis, is how many really good high school basketball players. If you can keep players home, be in Texas, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it used to be all about high school football. All the best athletes played football, and and it probably is still in that direction. But it looks like there's a lot of good high school players that are coming out, basketball players that are that are coming out of Texas. Frankly, now. just so, out of the deep south in general. I mean, that, that yeah, is one of the biggest yeah. transitions we've seen in the last 10, 15 years in college hoops is the number of very good players out of places like Georgia, Tennessee, Texas, uh, Louisiana. Even I mean, is is back to being sort of a cradle of basketball players and so yeah no it's it is a big it's a big shift in where the the best players are coming from you don't have to go to you know new york and la and chicago and you know big big cities to find those guys right. anymore. you can go find them I mean, brandon miller's from the middle of nowhere tennessee right i mean it's just yeah it's just a good yeah. basketball player and so um yeah now it'll be it'll be fun i mean i don't know how good the texas job is as far as like if you care about being the top sport, like you mentioned, and only having 10,000 seats for basketball, but frankly, I don't, I don't know that you need many more than that number of fans at a basketball game, as long as it's set up right for it to be really loud and really a good. Environment. Oh yeah. yeah. No, that's a good, that's a good point. So that's I, a good point. I mean, you know, the other part that came out in this article is, you know, will beard coach again. And Brian Hamilton answers, should he? Maybe not. Will he? Of course. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, I mean, that's, no. it's, it's, of course, of course. No, he's, I mean, like Sean uh, Miller is going to be the next coach at Texas or Kentucky or something, right? I mean, whatever. And so it's, you know, it doesn't matter. No, no one cares anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's not going to get a, a power five job. He's not going to get a Texas job right, right away. But no, somebody will, he'll get a job someplace. By the way, coming down on the text line, and this is a good text. I love that Avery is now calling it first watch. It should actually be called first replay because that's all they do, replay sound from other shows. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate them playing sound from our show. Come on now. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, but just the idea that Chris Beard, you know, of course he's going to get another job, you know. in the, in the business of uh, Brendan, Brendan Quinn saying it's certainly unlikely, but in the business of college sports, totally plausible. So if the Travis County District Attorney drops the case and Beard takes steps to re, uh, rehab his image, they write in the athletics, some AD out there will hire the, take the PR hit to hire him, and he's a coach who wins. So, um, how, how ugly do you think this is? Do you think Beard tries to get a settlement, or do you think he gets pretty loud about trying to get the money? I think because I think that, that completely depends on how quickly he wants to coach again. Well, and I, I um, you know, the the we we really don't know what happens. I mean, we 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 can read the police report, and it's and it's pretty ugly. And if if um, if he thinks, I mean, if she doesn't if she doesn't press charges, I don't know how this works. I'm not a a criminologist, but I, if she doesn't press charges, right. then then he won't. I, I don't think he'll have anything to deal with as far as a punishment is concerned from from the uh, from the, the the government system. But uh, I, I go back to what I said earlier. Texas feels like they have a really strong case here that this really that this actually happened, and or else they wouldn't have fired him yesterday. Well, and I think, too, 
it, it, he'll have to go the settlement route because if he doesn't, and this actually gets into a courtroom, there's going to be evidence, and the evidence for him is going to be pretty ugly. Yeah, right? I mean, and yeah. so you know, I, I I think that part of it where he's not going to want this to be super public is going to be um, more than more than what uh, and, and, more than what he you, wants at least. Yeah, don't don't you think this if 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 Texas didn't feel like they had a real strong case. I think what they would have done was gone to Beard or his representatives and said, you know, this isn't going to work, uh, but, you know, let, let's talk about, you know, some, some kind of parachute here and let you walk away. They didn't do any of that. They, they, they obviously feel they've got a strong enough case that they just said, you're gone for cause and we've written you our last check. So. That, you know, again, they they wouldn't do that just flippantly. Yeah, they they have to feel like they've really got something. You know, for us, this is a national story. It's not a local story, but I think lost in the shuffle here is that he's an alum. He actually went to school there, right? Yeah, and yeah. so this is this is having this to fire his, one of your own. This was his dream job. Yeah, right. And so it's a, um, you know, this would be the equivalent of you know someone who went to you know, one of the local schools and then comes back as a coach and then has this kind of, you know, kerfluffle, if you will. And yeah, I said kerfluffle. Deal with it. Yeah, Avery Dill. You like a kerf- you like a Kerf-wolf? good ker- kerfluffle? Kerfluffle? It takes her like seven hours to come to the mic. I, I'm just like extra tired. But yeah, like <laughs> Why don't I you- heard kerfuffle. <laughs> but not like kerfluffle. A little kerfluffle on a Friday. Nothing? All right. I uh, you know it, it so it's a I, I can't imagine I'm just I'm imagining in my head, Dan, that happening with like, and I don't want to say someone's name, but a, a coach locally, right? Where this was actually a local story. How much we would be talking about Chris Beard if we were in that market? Oh yeah, it'd be ninety yeah. minutes of our two-hour show. No question. No, it yeah. surely would be. I'm I'm just I'm perusing this article again. Okay, <laughs> in the Athletic, yeah. Seth Davis. I mean, Calipari isn't the only unbelievable name that he's come <laughs> up with. Have you? Did you look at this, Louis? I, no, here, no, this one I haven't read. I'll go. Yeah, I'll pull here, it here's his, here's his list of possible replacements for Beard. And as I said, they're in alphabetical order. So Cal <laughs> Cal is first. Second is Dennis Gates, the Missouri head coach, who just he's been in the Missouri job for what uh, two months, and he's got him going. Uh, Chris Holtman, Ohio State, uh, some Brooklyn net assistant that okay. I don't I don't know. Eric Musselman, Nate Oates, Calvin Sampson, Rodney Terry, who is the acting head coach and yep. probably gets a job, and Jay Wright. I mean, what? What what did he do? What did he do when he wrote this article? Did he just get a list of the best college coaches in the country and and decide to 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 connect them with the Texas? Did you guys? give Seth Davis one of your gummies? No, no, but somebody did. <laughs> somebody, I threw my gummies away, but uh, unless he's been in my trash can, but um, no, but somebody did. Oh man, I love this show. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, texts are saying the names out loud. I'm not going to say the names out loud because I don't want it on record of me predicting bad behavior because I don't think that's going to happen around here. I think we have pretty boring coaches now, right? I mean, the, the guy that, that would have been involved in something uh, and was involved in something isn't here anymore. So, you know, it is, it is interesting, too, by the way. As the basketball season goes on and the record gets worse and worse, how much people are just like, yeah, Patino could come back. No problem. 
Yeah. And it's like, yeah. what? People. <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, Blankenbaker thinks that, that Patino's just going to walk through the door. He's like, no big deal. Hey. All we, forgiven. We've still got his picture in the lobby at the station. Hey, you know, don't, don't you be messing with my messing with my wall art here, buddy. <laughs> I love that picture of Rick. He looks great. Watch him off. Ridiculous. Uh, what I think what I think they ought to do is I think they ought to bring them all back. I think they ought to get the band back together. Speaking of which, here's <laughs> another here's another story we have here's another story we haven't covered. Evil evil Petrino it as as opposed to evil Knievel. Yeah. Is is back is back at in the SEC. How about that one? SEC. 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 It is the most SEC hire ever. It really is. Uh, uh, but I think it's great. I mean, he's <laughs> good. Yeah. He, he is, is approaching he is approaching Larry Brown as far as the number of coaching positions he's had. He was where was he? He he just took the U was it UNLV job? He, did. he just took the UNLV job a, a, a month ago. Yep. At Hasta la Vista, baby. I'm off. I'm off to Texas A&M, but that's going to be fun to watch. Bobby Petrino calling plays at Texas A&M. I love it. it I yeah. love it. You can't make this stuff up. The um, there is a uh, there's a an expected and well crafted hit piece by um, by Pat Forty about uh, Bobby Petrino taking the job, and it's called "There Are Some Guarantees with Bobby Petrino, Just Not Good Ones." Is the title. <laughs> Oh man, what, where where can you get his? Because I don't come across his work. Where do you, where do you get that? He's at Sports Illustrated. Hmm. So si dot com. You get four articles. It's either a week or a month. I can't remember. Um, and so I, I try to keep them for his stuff because he does come on the station. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Loyalty is not his thing. This is example number four hundred and thirty two of that. It's literally the title. The title at the top in the in the URL in the uh, the um, in the uh, in the in the website is Bobby hyphen Petrino fired Texas A M ultimately and badly. <laughs> the word fired's already in there. <laughs> he hadn't even gotten there yet. Texter's very angry with you. Why did you throw your gummies away? You could have given them to me. Um, Texture saying that uh, when they hit the mega, mega millions tonight, they'll split the they'll split Cal's buyout with Texas. That's, that's not a bad idea. Oh, <laughs> how about that? Oh man, <laughs> did you? <laughs> oh man, Petrino's latest job change was reported Thursday, twenty days before that he was announced as the new OC. Yeah, was it twenty days? 20 I, days thought, I thought it might have been a little. <laughs> Here is that. what he said in a school release at the time about joining. Coach Barry Odom's staff, quote, Barry Odom is a talented coach who has always been highly respected, and I really look forward to working with him at UNLV. I'm excited to be part of the new direction of the Rebels and compete for championships. I mean, what a haymaker. It's great. That's <laughs> just delightful. Read. I've got oh, to read that. I'll, I'll, so you I know go. what? I will put it on the show sheet so you can find it very easily. I'll oh, great. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, no Thank you. I, uh, <laughs> but Pat, this is, I mean, the, the, this is where he really shines. Is like when he doesn't like something, he does his best work. <laughs> and there's, there's a skill in that. I appreciate that. Oh, man. I, I appreciate the admonishment about throwing away your gummies on the text line. That's good stuff. Oh, all right. Well, 
not too much more to say. We will do picks in the next segment here on Issel and Louie. On 680-1057, we're taking you up until noon for Aspect Friday with Paul Rogers, Bobby V. I'm sure Nick Valvano will talk a little bit too much during that show. Reminder, we do have that Louisville Wake Forest coverage tomorrow. 1.30 uh, pregame, 3 o'clock uh, play-by-play. 5.30 or so, Taylor Lynch will be shirtless and singing on the Coors Light postgame show. Check out all of that, 93.9, of course, your home for all things Louisville and the Kentucky postgame show after the Kentucky-Alabama game. Around 3 o'clock, around that start time uh, for uh, L. Uh, look, folks, if, if it doesn't go well tomorrow, that's a must listen. I mean, it just is. Uh, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, James Streetle, Jason Entz, find them there. Calls, texts, um, and, and frankly, it's the calls. You callers out there, we appreciate you very much. Uh, you do great work. Uh, second hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental of Kentucky, deltadentalky.com. Check out those individual plans, plans for your family, or maybe for your employees. If you are a dentist looking to expand your network, you can also check out the Dentist tab at the top of their website. Uh, all the tools there for you to expand your practice and bring in even more patients. All that at deltadentalky.com. On the other end, Picks Without Pet here on 680-1057. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louis. All right, welcome back in. Final segment here on a Friday, taking you up until noon here on ESPN 680, 105.7. This is Issel and Louis. Dan Issel, Louis Rebeau hanging out with you this morning. Thanks for making us part of your Friday morning. Uh, reminder, second hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental and DeltaDentalKY.com. Time to get into picks with Pat. Do you still have the sounder? All right. Well, we're going to pretend it's a football Friday, even though it's an NFL football Friday. We'll do it anyway. Play the sounder. On Fridays, we talk football. Oh, football Friday. And some might even call us experts. Let's go pee! <laughs> so let's do the damn thing. Let's go! Yeah. 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 All yeah. right. We're gonna let's do, do it, it, brother. Here's Picks with Pat, presented by Chef's Cut Pizza. All right. Hanging out with you on a Friday, of course. We're going to talk basketball, too. It's all right. You'll be okay, people. I promise. Trying to find some lines. Maybe they're starting to pop up for tomorrow, but uh, more than 24 hours out usually in basketball. Uh, no luck with that. But uh, Kentucky does travel, of course, to Tuscaloosa for that big game tomorrow. Um, they have been pubbing it a lot on ESPN, so obviously they they have yeah. thoughts. Um, Dan, you know, let's just go ahead and do a uh, – because there, 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 no, uh, there are no numbers out. Why don't we just go ahead and give our, our predicted final scores? We'll try to get as close as we can without going over Price is Right style. Um, <laughs> how are we feeling about Kentucky's trip to Tuscaloosa tomorrow? You know, when I try to handicap these games when you and I are you know, hanging out in this segment, I think of the four scenarios. You lose big, you lose by a little, you win by a little, or you win big. Which one do you think is most likely for Kentucky? Uh, I think they lose by a little. Okay. What does that look like to you? Uh, I'm going to say 78-71. Okay. And Alabama. how do you think UK will re- UK fans will respond to that? Um I I don't know. I mean, you're you know, you <laughs> Have I ever told you this story? I had an uh an acquaintance, not a friend, an, an acquaintance. <laughs> uh Wow, when, I can't believe you just called me an acquaintance in front of the uh, when, the dozens when, of people that are listening. Well, th- this is how I heard this story. Uh, uh, Joe Hall 
had just won the championship in St. Louis. Mm. Isn't that where he won his championship? Mm-hmm. I think it was in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, my my acquaintance, after the game, he didn't go to the game. He didn't even know what was going on. He just happened to be in St. Louis. And he rode up the elevator. Later that night, he rode up the elevator with some obvious Kentucky fans. Okay. And they were complaining. Now, I don't know, maybe it was somebody's mom and dad. Maybe it was somebody's relative. But as he rode up the elevator with these UK fans, they were complaining about somebody not getting enough playing time in the game. They had, they had just won the national championship and somebody found something to complain about. Yeah, so that sounds you're going right. yeah. to have that faction um, that that will look at this and say, oh, we need to get, you know, BB and uh, Billy will be calling in Monday. We need to get rid of him. We need to fire him and all that stuff. If If you're a realistic fan and you've watched what has happened with this team, I, I don't think you have any great expectation. You hope it happens. If you're a Kentucky fan, you hope they go down there and win by 20. But realistically, if you look at it, I don't think how I, I don't think a Kentucky fan can say, well, this one needs to be in the win column. Oof. I don't, I don't like hearing that. Um, I, you know, it's interesting because Alabama scores 83 points a game. And, and, and against good teams, too. I mean, so, I mean, they... I mean, their only losses this season are UConn and Gonzaga, and I, I think of both of those teams as being very good. And so, you know, no shame in those losses. Um, they go to, you know, they they, they beat Ole Miss. They, they go to Mississippi State and win. There's something about this game that just smells strange to me, and I think what's going to happen instead of what I laid out earlier in the show where I think there's a scenario where UK wins, I think it gets away from them again. And we have the same questions, unfortunately, on Monday that we've had before. And you give a game recap like you had to after Gonzaga, after Michigan State, after after UCLA. I think after Missouri, after Missouri, I, I think what happened in the Missouri game is very likely to happen again tomorrow. Ooh, and I so I've got an eighty to sixty-eight Alabama uh, tomorrow in Tuscaloosa. I. I don't want it to go that way because I again I'd like to have a good local team in this market. But I, until I see Kentucky win one of these games this year, I'm going to pick against them. Yeah. Um, in these games now, do I think they can win again? I said I think they are like a if they play it ten times they win it four times kind of team. But this is a this is a game where I think Alabama is going to be pretty raucous and I think it's going to be a pretty fun environment there. Um, Young Jack Grossman will be in attendance. How about that? And so uh, we're um, actually pretty close on our uh, on our prediction. We are score, score wise. Yeah, you yeah. have uh, you have it a seven point game. I have it a twelve point game. So there you All go. Right. All right, so let's yeah. go to that Wake Forest Louisville game. Um, I, <laughs> do we have any idea what's going to happen in this game? <laughs> Was there music uh, with this segment before? No, Pat would just yell at me. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I got uh, I got a nod, an immediate nod from Avery Dale there. Yeah, he just yelled at you. Um, I think I think Louisville does something. Last game, I thought they played pretty well, um, except for the fact that they turned it over 21 times and they couldn't make a free throw, and they lose the game by one point. There always seems to be a 
faction of their game that doesn't show up. You know, whether it's turning the ball over 21 times or shooting 36% or uh, not making free throws, not rebounding. There always seems they never put a complete game together, I guess is what I'm saying. And uh, I, I don't know that much about Wake Forest, but looking and you get in trouble with comparative scores. Uh, but, you know, Wake, Wake is uh, 10 and 5, 2 and 2 in the conference. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see, uh, I, I think it's closer than the 85-15 matchup predictor. Oh, okay. But, but I don't see how Louisville wins. Okay. What's your final score? Hmm. <laughs> it looks like, I mean, you look at the last five games, Wake Forest has scored 79 in Chapel Hill, 77 Virginia Tech, 81 Duke. Um, I'm going to say the score is 75 to 62. Ooh, I like that score. So you've got you've got obviously you've got Wake winning that one, exactly. Okay, I, I think the problem for U of L is that Wake is a good shooting team. They shoot forty six percent from the floor as a team. That's a really really good percentage in college, and so I, I think that's the problem. I think Louisville's defense, if they leave guys open, is going to expose themselves to a very very long day, and so and I think that's coming. Uh, I think Wake is gonna, um, I think Wake is going to score eighty two points in this game. Ooh. And I think Louisville scores 65, so I'll go 82-65 okay. um, in that one. So we are very similar on that, actually. Um, you've got a little tighter than I do, but um, pretty similar. All right, now away from the depressing games, uh, let's talk NFL. Uh, Jaguars and Titans is a big game for some reason. Oh, that's right. Well, the only Everyone reason... makes the playoffs now. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only reason it's, it's a big game is that, it, that somehow – Somehow the Titans are still alive in the playoff race. Uh, you know, they're uh, Tannehill's out. Uh, Lawrence has been playing like an MVP the last five or six games, and uh, he, the the games in Jacksonville. I don't see this one being close. What's a bigger lie? <laughs> Texture texting again. The problem with U of L is we are bad. <laughs> I agree. Um, the um, What's a bigger lie, uh, Bobby Petrino being excited to work at UNLV or Trevor Lawrence being questionable for Sunday? Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> or Saturday. Excuse me, that, that's an easy one. By the way, during <laughs> I, I read Forty's piece <laughs> during during the break. Yeah, ooh, yeah. that's that, when he does his best work. When he's not, when he doesn't like something, that's when he does his best. Yeah, work. Yeah, so but Petrino, Pat, uh, he he uh, he crossed Pat at some. At some point, it's time to get even. This 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 game, Jacksonville's favored by six and a half. Yep, I'll t- I'll take Jacksonville all day long. I think this is a two or three touchdown game. You know, um, when Brandon Lang was on, he he agreed with you, and he pointed out to him what stood out was that Jacksonville last weekend didn't need to win in in Houston, and they went down there and thumped them. I mean, they played like they needed the game, and they win thirty one to three. I I think it's another defensive show for the Titans because of what you mentioned with all the injuries on the Titans side. Um, I think this feels like a 24 to seven kind of game. Yeah. Something like that. So you and I both agree. Um, Jags minus six and a half. Um, 
which means that the Titans will go down and win in Florida. All right, next game uh, that we're going to talk about here is the Rams and Seahawks. Uh, interesting timing of the day. If the Seahawks win, only the Packers can win and get in the playoffs in that night game. If the Seahawks lose, then it is a win and in at Lambeau Field. We'll talk about that game last. Um, I, I, I don't understand how it's only 58% on the matchup predictor for the Seahawks here. Me neither. <laughs> I, 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 I You know, I agree with you because, uh, you know, as you said. And obviously see, I'm that, rooting for the Rams. I want to be very clear. I, I, all things aside, I'm a Lions, you know, because I'm, I, I hate myself. I'm a Lions fan, and, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm rooting for, for that outcome, but I'm not expecting it. Go ahead. No, no, and, 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 and you're right. I mean, it's in Seattle. Uh, the Seahawks are, although it's it's probably not going to happen, but they are mathematically alive to make the playoffs. The Rams have just been. I mean, they've got they got no players left. That every everybody, uh, uh, all of their decent players are hurt and and out for the year. And um, you know, the spread's only six points. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go Seattle. I agree with you. I don't. I don't see I don't see this game being close either. Six is a lot, but you know, obviously, like you mentioned, Stafford's not playing. Um, it looks like, frankly, Aaron Donald's not going to play. Frankly, if I'm the Rams, I don't play Aaron Donald. No, um, I no. mean, there's no reason to do that. Um, frankly, in the NFL, there is incentive to lose uh, once you get to this point, right, uh, for draft position and those things. But I think yeah, the Rams they give their di- they, they give the uh, draft pick to the Lions anyway. So exactly, yeah, yeah. You, you ought to be you ought to be pulling for the Seahawks doubly <laughs> tough because. Because you get the Rams' well, first round pick. Well, no, this is this is a win win for me, right? If the Rams yeah, lose, they, the Lions move up in the draft. If the Seahawks win or lose, I should say, then the the Lions have a chance at night in, yeah. in Lambeau. No, you're um, absolutely right. I, I hate to agree with you, but I, I I just with no Donald and and just all the other injuries, I, the Rams. A Cooper Cup. I yeah. mean, you can go right down. Right. You can go right down the line. This feels like a twenty one to ten kind of game, and so I, I'll take the Seahawks um, with you. Minus six um, as well. All right. I think you and I are exactly, yeah, exactly I, the same so far. Yeah. So I think we're. Um, <laughs> here we go. Lions Packers going uh, to Lambeau Field, where uh, where uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking? Lafleur, right, as the coach up in uh, Green Bay. Yes. He and Aaron Rodgers undefeated in December matchups in uh, Lambeau Field um, at a really really high clip, something like fifteen or sixteen, and and oh. Uh, the Lions have won three of their last thirty-six trips up there, something like that. Um, <laughs> there was a great, there was a great meme a couple of years ago. Um, so the Lions have like two banners. One is the nineteen fifty-seven championship, and one is winning a playoff game uh, just a couple of years after my birth. That's it. That's it. Now they might have them for like Barry Sanders being in the Hall of Fame or you know Calvin Johnson or yeah. whatever, but you like, know, but that's I, the individuals. But right. you're talking about team team banners. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. made a fake banner that said "Swept the Packers" because <laughs> <laughs> it happens so freaking infrequently. Green Bay, a four and a half point favorite. I'll go first here. I think the Packers win by in horse racing open lengths, uh, more than ten points. Dan, what do you think? I'm. I, uh, I think the Packers run all over the Lions on Sunday. I mean, just all over them. It's yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot depends on if they're, if they're still alive. If, if Seattle wins, am, am I right here? If Seattle wins, the Lions can't make it. Correct. 
Yeah. So if if Seattle wins, which we both just predicted they would, then this game means nothing. I I think I disagree. Absolutely. I think I think there's great incentive for Lions players to want the Packers not to be in the playoffs. Mm. I, I I think I think Detroit will play hard either way. I really do. I don't, and, and, and I think and, there's a there's a mantra now. They started two and six. Campbell admitted openly in a press conference the other day that really what they were building for was was 2023, fall 23. And so it, I think there's there's impetus for momentum. They already know they're going to get a good draft pick from the Rams, and so there's there's not a reason to lose that way. No, I think the Lions go out and I think they try to win no matter what happens in that afternoon game. Well, and and Jared Goff has had an unbelievable year. People forget that he I, was in a Super Bowl. Yeah, right. I mean, that, I mean, he he's really thrown good. for over four thousand yards, has twenty nine touchdowns and only seven interceptions. Yep. Their defense seems to be. You're about talking me into taking the Lions, given <laughs> the, the four and a half. I just think um, it's their defense. It's not about Jared Goff. It's about their defense. So yeah, yeah, they their defense has been better, but it's still not. Not good. I'll I'll take the Packers and and give the four and a half. Yeah. Um, both of these teams, by the way, four and five, four and one. Excuse me. In their last five, coming off of big wins against um, division rivals, uh, Packers beat the Vikings, of course, forty-one seventeen, and the Lions handling the Bears last week, forty-one to ten. I don't know that there's a, in my mind, a more underachieving franchise in pro sports than the Chicago Bears. No, and, and it's, especially uh, with the support they get, it's unbelievable. I mean, and, and you and you know, it's uh, it's almost like the McCoskey family is too loyal that they keep they keep people around way beyond their youth youthfulness usefulness. <laughs> and um, I, I saw where did you see this story? They're trying supposedly trying to ha- uh, hire the commissioner. Yeah, of the, the Big, Big Ten, Ten. Yeah, Warren. Yeah, Warren. Yeah, to come in and run that franchise. But you're abs- you're absolutely right. I mean, do the Packers? Or excuse me. Do the Bears need a new TV deal? Is that what they're doing? <laughs> you nailed that one. I, well, they they're, <laughs> they want to they want to build a new uh, stadium out where Arlington Park was. So maybe maybe that's the incentive there to get Warren on board. But yeah, yeah, no, the Bears have been living on the 1985 championship team for forever now. So, hey, reminder: we want to thank George and the Bearnos team for oh, bringing yeah. lunch by the ESPN studios today. Bearnos has you covered for all of the big events this weekend. Stop in either before or after the Wake Forest Louisville game tomorrow and treat yourself to the best pizza in town. Carry out delivery or dine in 14 area locations in Metro Louisville and Southern Indiana. Yeah, it's that good Bearnos pizza. All right, so if you had to guess, according to Sagarin, your favorite thing to do, go to the numbers. Absolutely. Um, how much of a favorite is Alabama tomorrow against Kentucky? And I'm going to get an exact number here. Oh, you found a line, or this is just how they rate the two teams? Correct. Uh, I'm going to say eight eight points. It is 6.3. Hmm. If Kentucky loses by six tomorrow, it's going to be very unsatisfying, right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No. Uh-oh. No. Oh, boy. No. 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 According to Ben Roberts, that would be a good outcome, right? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Wake Forest, 74th in the Sagarins. Uh, Louisville down to uh, 225th. So what, what, what would that line be according to... 
Sakran. Seven points. Mm-hmm. Weak by seven. You and I do not see eye to eye with Mr. Sagarini. No. Um, <laughs> no. You know, uh, Andy brought up yesterday on first watch, uh, three to six here, on our first replay here on uh, 680-1057. I think we should steal that. I hope the texture doesn't mind. Um, that of Kentucky's wins, six of them are against quad three and quad four in the net. Mm. And they've beaten nobody. Ugh. No, so, that's what that's I why say. tomorrow is such a yeah. look. It's both an opportunity, yeah. but also I don't want to call it a mandate. But man, it's the kind of game that they got to go win. So it, you know, if if you're living in the present, you can make all kinds of all <laughs> kinds of good good projections. But if you're living on the full body of work, they they got to. I mean, they got to be competitive against a good team. They really haven't done that. Well, I guess they were. I, I the Michigan it. State game, it, the, the that, final that, score yeah. skews how close that game was because it did go to overtime. And then they're, it, yeah. you know, in double OT, guys foul out. It is what it yeah. is. So. Our Oscar was out. Right. But, but is Michigan ranked in the top 25? Uh, no. no. They're 34th in, in Sagarin. Michigan State is 33rd. By the way, he, he thinks with the home advantage, Michigan State's only a three-point favorite in that game. It's interesting. So I would think of Michigan State as more of a favorite than that, except for oh, who's a bit Dickinson, their big man is just a killer from Michigan State. He's one of those guys. Yeah, if you don't God. if you don't have a if you don't have a big man that yeah. can put a body on him, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna wear you out. Tomorrow will be interesting. So I um no I I'm I'm actually looking forward to the Alabama game, but my hope is that they don't let that just get out of out of reach too early on. Um because I think that if it's I think the, one of the positive things you saw with LSU is that they went back and forth. Um, <laughs> thank you, Texter. For, texter says, go ahead and take first replay. Um, the, um, I, I just, we watched them go, you know, possession for possession with LSU. It, you know, the only issue there, of course, we mentioned it, banked in three and, you know, Toppin's uh, Bill Lambeer style three-pointer from the corner. Um, it, you know, you, you hope that they can do it again, but on the road against a better team is a different conversation. Yeah, so, no, um, but I'm hoping sure. you know I, I I'm hoping that you know it's halftime and, and Kentucky's up thirty five thirty two something like that, and then and then they just have to figure it out. Well, you know, according to Cal, we've got to be positive. If you look at if you look at his coaching career, his teams get better. So, do you think they've uh, been practicing together, Dan, or are they still not practicing together? Uh, no, I think that excuse went out the window after <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> I wrote down on my um, uh, so every day, and, and I want to give credit to Avery Dill. Every day, I have her print out the the promo sheet, so I know what what the promos are, and, I, right. and that yeah. way I can I can mark down with a pen what I've what I've talked about and what I haven't, and then I leave it in here for Bob, and so Bob gets my scratched up um, promo sheet. But I want to be able to have it. I have written in the corner ten fifty seven porcinis. Should I just leave that for Bob? <laughs> Was I out of line? No, that was delightful. <laughs> you like porcini's Dan? I love it. There you go. I love <laughs> it. What do you got in the Jerome? Uh, in the what? In the Jerome. Uh, oh, I I forgot the you, the Arctic arrogance the, or neural network. No, neither one of them. Oh, good yo, for you. yo man or something like that. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I I think he goes wire to wire. 
got it. All right. Yeah. Enough, man. All right. This has been Issel and Louie <laughs> on ESPN 680 105.7. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be back again Monday morning and do it all over again. We hope you are too. Have a great weekend, everybody. Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDERNOW for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax, your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com.